What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Current Era Pod. I'm your host, Julian, and today the NBA is back, baby. Oh, my goodness. Javar and I give all our thoughts on NBA opening week. We're going to talk every team that's important. So, uh, sorry, Orlando Magic fans. I know you guys are 2-0, but we're not going to talk about you because you're not important. Anyway, guys, um, if you can, watch the episode on YouTube, youtube.com slash the current era pod. Appreciate all the love I've been getting there. Um, if you're coming from the pod and you're going to YouTube, make sure you like the video. Like, comment, subscribe. Really helps the videos go. And uh, I think that's it. Let's go ahead and get straight to the episode. We are back. Jamar, what's going on, man? It's good, to, it's good to see you, man. I miss you, big brother. All the way. Man. Um, but look, we got a lot of things to discuss. NBA season just kicked off. Uh, there's there's just a lot of things that, you know, I I, I can't articulate in, in our chat every single day. I don't want to spam y'all with that all my... That like a dear diary, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, though. So let's, let's, let's get right into it, man. Um... I guess, you know, the simplest thing would be just to start off with the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, that that is our team for all our listeners out there. Um, but, you know, tell me. Yeah, and the rice frost. Yeah. Uh, tell me, tell me, you know, things that you've seen, what you like, what you don't like um, through our first two games. We, we do have the Sacramento Kings on deck, so I guess we can discuss that as well. But briefly, tell me what you've seen in these first two games. Well, um, you know, definitely looks like a team that it's a little bit surprising because in the preseason, they looked like they were gelling. We saw a lot of good things offensively. Guys were just splashing. We was like, man, we got a hell of shooting. We were just excited about that. But, you know, uh, we started off the season with some tough teams, the Nuggets, the Suns, uh, even without Booker and, uh, and and Beal. I mean, you saw they just beat somebody last night uh, without Utah, uh, you know, yeah, blew Utah out. So, you know, they're still tough. They got some, you know, they kind of upgraded their role players, got some scrappy defenders and some guys that's just out there doing what they can. And um, so that was a tough game, too. Um, but really, it's, we're just our, our offense is kind of out of sorts. Um, yeah. Like we haven't quite uh, prioritized who should be getting the ball um, in these sets, like who should be the one scoring, who should be the ones. I don't know. It's just it's, it doesn't seem crisp. But guys are kind of just freestyling out there and then results in just one on one play with 10 seconds left. And that's that <laughs> hasn't, been, hasn't been great. Um, and a lot of yeah. just drives to the rim with really nowhere to go for guys that aren't really good, you know, great at that. Um, so, yeah, um, just like to see more open looks. Um, guys taking more threes and let's, like, try to get more more ball movement, swing the ball around instead of just trying to be hero ball. But, mm-hmm. you know, we're one-on-one. You know, after those two tough teams, I guess that's kind of what you would hope for, some kind of split, you know, realistically. So, um, all in all, I mean, even though we didn't blow the Suns out, at least we, we did, the uh, Lakers did beat them. And, um you know, we'll see how things progress. I think they just they still got a lot of gelling to do. They've got to make sure that, um, you know, like I said, guys got to know their roles and just get comfortable, get the minutes together. So yeah, trying to figure out something like some of the new guys. What's how can what can they do? How can they fit in? So I don't okay. know. It's so, not it's not quite like on ten like we were hoping for. You know, everything yeah gravy, but yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I feel like both of us wanted the Lakers to come out of the gate swinging. Um, and, you know, we we faced the best team in the league in, in our very first game on Reignite. And as much as I wanted us to win, that is just a tough game. Denver at home is already a challenge. Um, Denver at full strength. Lakers, for some reason, I mean, they, they're like really happy to beat us. They love to kick our ass. It's like, man, OK, I'm starting yeah. to get annoyed by y'all. <laughs> I mean, just like just like literally every, every other team. Um, one thing, I, well, two, two, two points I want to bring up with you. One is this. 29 minute restriction supposedly that LeBron has been 
told is going to happen. Obviously, it happened in game one. It didn't happen in game two. What are your thoughts on that? And can the Lakers be NBA champions like we want them to be with LeBron paying 29 minutes a night in the regular season? Well, I think the idea is, you know, st- let's try to have a process where we're actually keeping his minutes down instead yeah. of 35, 36 a game, um, you know, running them out there back to backs like we had to do just to survive the last couple of years. Let's try to scale it down. 29 is a little too low. Let's that's like Tim Duncan status. Like, I mean, OK, the Spurs <laughs> used to do that. But yeah, I don't know. Let's, I, like LeBron, he, he knows how to be effective out there without using too much energy. And we need we need his his presence out there. So, um, you know, let's let's get that up a little bit more. Thirty two, thirty three. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, I think that's that's doable. Um, you know, he can still rest him on back to backs if we have to. You know, or if he's you know starting to feel something, some pain in his knee or whatever the case may be. But um, no, I, I don't think that's your question. I don't think that that's the uh, process that we can we can live on. At least not right now. Maybe yeah. if we're blowing everybody out and he's playing three quarters, and you know, so the minutes are down like that. So that's that'd be ideal. But um, right now, especially early in the season, you know, don't want to overtax it, but we need him out there. We need it. Seems it seems apparent to me they weren't practicing a lot in training camp, like at least with mm-hmm. the with guy, LeBron. you know, the fives. Yeah, with everybody out there. So uh, they need that court time, that jelly. So here's the thing about that. Before I move on to my next point. I I totally agree that we do not need to be running 39-year-old LeBron or, you know, about to be 39-year-old LeBron 36, 37 minutes a night. We That is a recipe for disaster. He's going to fuck around with Terry's Achilles or rupture something, and we, we, we don't want that. We don't need that. 29 minutes is not going to cut it, though. Like, <laughs> it's, it's blatantly obvious through these first two games that we need him on the floor. Like, the plus-minus with him on the floor – and with him off the floor is like egregious. Like it's like plus thirty versus like negative thirty. Like it's something crazy. Like Which he generates everything for us with a little more depth. That we could figure that out. So we're not just relying on him. You know, yeah. throughout the game, we're such wild plus minus on off. But right now, yeah, that's not yeah, right yeah, and yeah, that's that's kind of where I was going. Hopefully, with the Rui Hachimura's, the Jared Vanderbilt's, who's been hurt, the Torian Princes of the world, the Christian Woods, guys like that, like these bigger guys. We can survive with LeBron off the floor. We just haven't figured that out yet. Now, look, it's two games into the season. I'm not pressing the panic button just yet for all of our listeners out there. But um, we got to get it together. Because, like, you know, he, Le- LeBron and AD played the entire fourth quarter in that game against the Suns. And I don't want to see that again. Um, we had to do it to gut out a win. But I'm not sure that that's the recipe for long-term success. Um, that's just my two cents. My second point I want to bring up before we move on to another team, Anthony Davis. Um, he's supposed to be our best player. He's in his prime. He's 30 years old. Uh, ever since the playoffs last year, there's just been this notion that, that he, he's just inconsistent. Um, I mean, it, it showed in game one against Denver. He, he came out 17 points in the first half, nothing in the second. And then in this second game, he drops 30. So should we expect a stinker tonight in Sacramento or like like what is your thoughts on on this notion that AD isn't consistent? He's he's not a number one guy. Give it to me. What do you think about that? I mean, we started questioning that around like after we won the championship, right? In 2020, Unfortunately, yeah. 2021 season where it seemed like he was just kind of chilling and, and went from his first season, 27, 20, you know, 26, 27 points per game down to like 22 and just mm-hmm. not really shooting just a lot of you know, points points ended up in the teens or, or even single digits. And we was like, what's going on here? 
but we were still winning and we were still good that year. But that, that's when the questions really started for me. It was like, man, like, you know, why you get comfortable and fat after one championship? Like you, you should be <laughs> pushing and pushing. This should be the time you should be trying to go for greatness, like go for, you know, multiple and, and awards, MVPs and defensive player of the year. This is his prime. This is his time. But he didn't he doesn't seem like I mean, maybe maybe this is a way of dealing with pressure or whatever. But he kind of just lets a role act like he doesn't hear any criticism. And it's kind of like, I don't know how we could get through to him if he if he doesn't seem to be receptive to anything. So I don't know. Um, some ways, some days he finds his fire, Some you know, he, and he'll get a 30 or 40 or, you know, 20 rebounds dominate. And it's like, wow, we need like. You know, just having somebody with this ability, this talent, this isn't doesn't grow in trees, man. No, we can't just replace him with anybody. Like, nope. So it's it's we're in a tough spot where, what can we do really? I mean, this is kind of our guy. He's our, <laughs> our our most talented player. You know, night to night in his prime, that should be able to handle the load. Um, he's proven he could do it before. We've won a championship with the guy, so it's just like, you know, you kind of just got to hope that he. He has it in him to to quiet the doubters and 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 you know etch his place in history, man. So this is kind of he still got an opportunity. If you'd have told me in 2020 that uh, five years from now we'd still have LeBron and AD playing, you know, still top ten level talent ish, you know, on the same team, I'd be like, wow, I didn't think this would last that long. Or I thought somebody would have mm-hmm. got hurt, LeBron would have retired or fell off or something mm-hmm. but you know here we are still with a chance and it's like man we got to take the bull by the horns man well, we still got a chance so you just yeah. hope that maybe maybe it's possible that Jokic has just kind of been in his head and you know he's kind of getting his ass kicked a little bit um even when he's mm-hmm. trying in the playoffs you know we got swept and he played hard he tried his best but Jokic got the better of him he, mm-hmm. you know clear as day um yep. and you know maybe that's just he doesn't know how to how to solve that problem I don't know but mm-hmm. you know um I, that, that was just two games. So he bounced back with 29 in the second game. Let's hope that he could continue on and uh, be be our anchor, be our our guy getting 25 plus a night. And you know he's got to he can't just have he can't have these nights where he's not scoring in the second half. Man, he's got to at least get to the free throw line or something. I could understand if you're you know two for 12 or something in the second half. It you know it happens, but you got to at least be aggressive and put some points on the board, do something, scrap something together. Yeah, because he was 0 of six in that game, which is. It's interesting, man. I mean, I I I love AD. Like I I just 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 like echo that thing you said about guys like him don't just grow on trees. Like he's so talented on on both ends of the floor. But I, I just I, he he's so frustrating as like a as like a franchise guy. Like he's so fucking frustrating. Like I is called what is it? Is he actually a number one then? I mean, really? Or are we just I trying think, to just force it? Because it seems to me that he he kind of needs somebody to carry a load, and he's more of like a, you know, number two. When when we ask these questions, it sounds so like so uh, so um, so so bad, so 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 negative. But everybody isn't meant to be a number one, and like that's not a bad thing. Like <laughs> like it. I mean, Anthony Davis might be one of the best number twos ever if he is a number two. Um, I think I think the the best version of him is a number one. I do think that that you that you can win a championship with him being your main guy, but the guy we're getting is not that guy right now. Um, but look, I, I mean, we, it's October 29th as we record this. Uh, November 29th, we could be like, holy shit, this is the guy that we've been waiting for. So 
Um, it's like you said, like, I mean, he, we're kind of stuck with him. He just signed a three-year 162, I think, extension or one, 180 180, okay, yeah, so, yeah, um, he's ours, so <laughs> we got to we gotta kind of deal with it for now. Um, any, any last thoughts about the Lakers before we move on? Uh, so I know you've been kind of texting about Austin Reeves. How do you really feel about his struggles? or Oh, I don't know. I don't know if you want to bring him up. Okay, so, I mean, look. I, am I mean, the so one, what, what are your expectations and what do you, yeah, what are you feeling yeah, like? Are you, yeah, yeah. I'm the one on the pod who I'm not sure Austin Reeves is our third best player. That's just my opinion. Um, I think D'Angelo Russell should be our third best player. Uh, now that that hasn't been the case in either one of these games this season, which is fine. Um, but I, I've I've been disappointed with Austin Reeves, man. All all the hype entering the season, um, everything that he's done for Team USA this past summer, where he was getting praises from Steve Kerr, even Anthony Edwards, and like guys that have done stuff in this league are like, man, Austin Reeves, man, this kid, watch out. So I mean, okay, cool. Like I, I'm, I'm a Laker fan. Like I like Austin Reeves, but I'm, I, I guess I, I was just never as high on him as most Laker fans are, and to see him come out and not perform to where I think he should be, which is, you know, I mean, which is where where he's been promoted to, which is our third best player, our primary ball handler, our our playmaker, our our something, mm-hmm. um, and it, it it just seems like. It just seems like maybe maybe defenses are, are just they're, they're they're just gearing towards him now. Like maybe he's you know he's 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 on the scouting report for real, and you know um, especially in that Denver game, man, he he looked he he looked rattled. Um, now look, Denver they they've got KCP, they've got Michael Porter Jr. They they they're 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 big and long paws. Um, like there there aren't many teams like that, um, and you know against the Suns. He he looked a little better, but I would like to see a more consistent Austin Reeves. Um, I, I, so what does I that really mean? You want him to shoot more, really? Yeah. Well, no, no. It's 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 not just about the, the shot attempts. I want him to to be involved and to to penetrate and break down the defense. Like last year, he was good for like four or five free throw attempts a game, and I I, I think he's only been to the free throw line like twice in these two games. Which that's you know not, that kind of had to develop because LeBron was out most of that time. Hmm. So yeah. it's kind of like, you know, just A.D., D.Lo, and, and Austin. So, you know, that that kind of was organic. Whereas now we, we have a full, pretty much healthy team, and he's kind of taking a back seat. It seems like he needs to rise to the, you know, cream to the top or whatever. Like, he's kind of just got to let the talent do his thing. One, one quick question, though, about D.Lo. You keep saying he should be our third best player. Like, if you look around the league, is he not, like, the worst starting point guard in the league? Like, why do you think he's that good? What? Like, D'Angelo Russell, the worst. <laughs> or he's he's bottom three. Like I mean, most teams got better starting point guards than him. I would take D'Lo over Fred Van Fleet, over Dennis Schroeder, over Trey Young right now. Uh, you, no, no, crazy. stop it, stop it. No. You're crazy, man. I say Fred I, I Van Vliet take him over and, Jordan Poole right now. Um, I, he I a, he's him. not a point guard. Jordan Poole is the point guard. Oh well, I, okay. I would take him over Tyus Jones. Um, I would take him over Jalen Suggs. Uh, I'm trying to think. Detroit, Cage. No, okay. I, I want to take him over Cage because Cage has been balling. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, come on. Don't, don't, don't. He's don't not. He's not in the top right? 15. He's more of a bottom 10. Like, okay, he's not. If, he, if you, you want to really count him out, okay, he's somewhere in the bottom five, five to 10 or something like. But he's not a great starting point guard option. So, I think he is, man. I, I mean, look, he can't it, penetrate. He's slow. I mean, when it comes to like the good teams, he can really get bottled up, man. And he just he's really shot, you know, jump shot dependent. 
I think his best thing is honestly just leading into being a role player. Kind of like he keeps talking about the Derek Williams kind of kind of thing. Just that's probably his best thing. Try to be Derek White. Yeah, so Derek Derek White. Yeah, try to be like a the Lakers Derek Fisher. You know, just try to be a rugged role player because with with the, you know the, the the talent to do more. Because I don't know if relying on him is him even trying to be that reliable. You know, put the pressure on himself to be the third best player every night. I don't know. I just don't see that. He tra- he's, he's been doing that. He's been trying to do that his whole career, being a second or third best player, even the best on some situations. And it's not mm-hmm. hasn't led to anywhere for him. So. So, you don't you don't think that that he I mean, with with the team we have now with LeBron and A.D., you don't mm-hmm. think that he can be that third guy for us. You, you, you think it has to be Austin Reeves or somebody else? I do. I don't think it could be D'Angelo Russell. No, wow. I, don't, I don't think you can rely on him to wow. show up when you need it. Are you basing this on that Denver series only? Because he he's I mean, he, he I, I mean, are, are we looking at two different D-Lows? Like, uh, no, no. I mean, you look at his career, even with like Minnesota, he, he flamed out in the playoffs. Um, you know, he wow. was we were begging him to, you know, get get us give us at least 15 points a game in the playoffs. And he did. He, he was terrible in the Memphis series, but he ended up getting better. And he was good in the Golden State series. But. Terrible again in the Denver series. And I just don't know. I don't, I don't think that's something you can rely on. Um, okay. And then, like, looking at a skill set, I just don't see that translated in the playoffs when teams can, can uh, you know, focus on what, what he can and can't do. Wow. Okay. I'm not, okay. I don't know. I'm not convinced Austin is that guy either. I'm just like, I don't know sure. if he is, but I think talent-wise he probably is our third-best player. I don't know if that's good enough to win it all, but I just think that's naturally he's his skill set is better suited. He can attack the basket. He can finish with contact. He, and he's a great jump shooter from three levels. And he's got the the dog factor. So I don't know if that <laughs> makes it. I don't not. I'm not necessarily making sound like he's a star or nothing. I'm just saying like if LeBron and AD have got to carry their part. Like these guys got to be. You know, when it come down to it, you should be relying on 55, 60 points a game from those two guys. And then yep. Austin can give you any. You know, 18. And then D'Lo give you what, you what he gives you. And then from there, you know, you should have enough to, to win the game. So, wow. but I don't okay. know if that's enough. And we'll see. We'll see as the season develops. I've even mentioned this before that, you know, <clears throat> to get where we need to be, we may have to trade both those guys. Reeves and D'Lo? Or, 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 or one or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been a lot of buzz about a certain James Harden might, uh, you know, I mean, we can't, we can't trade either one of them until January, mid-January, I believe, because they yeah. just signed new contracts. So, um you know, I mean, look, and James Harden is not the only name linked. Of course, there's there's always the Kyrie factor. Um, what do you think about about these rumors and possible, you know, possible? Uh, oh God, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I, I I don't I don't love either one of those options, but I will say that both of those guys would be better number threes than D'Lo and Reeves combined. Maybe. Let me tell you something. What are the let me give them credit, though. Some of the best things about D'Lo and Reeves is their contracts are actually pretty reasonable, like mm-hmm. for for their talent and what even their their slotting. You're supposed to be on a team, third or fourth, whatever level player. Um, they're not getting paid ridiculous. They're both under 20 million, so that's that's amazing. So um, I don't know if you'd be able to get that type of production. Um, you know, if they could actually produce like they could, like they should. I don't know if you'd be able to get that type of production for what they're we're paying them. So mm-hmm. that considered, I don't know if you want to deal with some of the headaches that's out there that's you know I, Kyrie his talent I think it calm his ass down his talent might be worth it he still <laughs> he still is a hooper he still can ball 
James Harden, I just don't know if he really got it anymore. The only thing he's got is just his perimeter game. He doesn't seem to be able to get to the basket like he used to. Um, <clears throat> I mean, but so do you think that was just because he wanted to get out of feeling he was just playing like shit? Or you think like he's he's genuinely just done? In the playoffs? Yeah, in the playoffs. No, no, no. I, no. I mean, uh, there, there's a lot of people that think that James Harden quit on his team in game six and seven in those playoffs. I don't know, but he seemed like he was pretty engaged most of the playoff run. He he actually had some of his best games, his best playoff games ever uh, in that mm-hmm. run. Like some kids, you know. Yeah, he he, 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 won try, he almost he almost turned the narrative around. He actually won them the what the, the first series basically mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. those few guys. So, um, I think he he kind of had an inkling that they weren't gonna like they were being funny with his money, and mm. but he didn't know for sure until the season was over. Um, so I don't I don't I don't really care for that situation right now uh, okay. if we were to get james harden it would probably be like on the low low um because it, it's down in january and nobody wants him and you know <laughs> and they're just they, they need to get something for him because he's leaving after the season because he's only got this year on the contract right yeah this is it so they've got to trade him because they can't just let him walk for nothing unless he sits out the season and and doesn't get paid this year or, you know there's kind of loopholes in the contracts for that if he doesn't play um even though he's healthy, he this year of con he won't get paid, and it still it will roll over into next season. Oh, wow. uh, but I don't know. I don't know if that if he'll get that far. But yeah. all to say, yeah, I don't know about that. Um, who else is out there? Um, There's somebody I'm missing. It, it's definitely Harden, Kyrie, but there, there there was a third person that I was like, hmm, but I can't remember. Oh, we're talking about Chris Paul, maybe because just because we oh, don't think it'll work. But, yeah, Chris Paul. Yeah, you know, there's no there's no rumors of that right now, so we'll, yeah, we'll be yet. that long. But yeah. uh, just kind of pivoting this this James Harden situation, man. This is this is this has got ugly. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what else Harden can do at this point. Like, what one more move he's got to play because he's doing the whole. I'm not showing up. Didn't ba- play all preseason. Mm-hmm. Barely showed up to practices. Mm-hmm. And he showed up to the game, and they were just like, uh, "Hold up, bro! Like, you ain't just gonna be <laughs> sitting out this whole time and try to show up to the game." Yeah, and, and basically, you know, uh, wouldn't let him on the plane. Yep. So. Uh, I don't know how this is going to develop. They're almost like with, with with that move, it feels like they have to pay him because he sounds like he is showing mm-hmm. up to play. Mm-hmm. But with all that said, the Sixers are kind of screwed. Everybody's screwed in this situation that's involved because the Sixers are screwed with this guy. Who, um, if he comes back, they have they probably have a great season, but it's kind of hanging over their head that he is just going to bounce anyway. Um, and you can't really win with him if he's your second best player. Maybe they think Maxie's their second best player. I don't know. Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, uh, okay, I guess. Do you do you think that? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I've I mean, the Sixers have only played two games so far, just like most teams, and both games have been super fun to watch, especially because of Tyrese Maxie. Man, he's he's Tyrese Maxie is so freaking fast. I, I I legitimately think he might be faster with the ball than Barbosa, and that dude was a fucking menace. Like from from end to end with the ball. Barbosa used to just sprint by people, but and Maxi could shoot pretty well too. Yeah, and and Maxi is a great shooter. He's he's had two great games. Uh, who they played the first game? Milwaukee, duh. Mm-hmm. And then they played um, Toronto last night, I believe. Um, yeah, man. I, I mean, I, I honestly, honestly, Philly, Philly is very interesting because I feel like with Harden, Maxi playing at this level, I think they slick might be good. <laughs> like, I mean, I, mean- I, I don't know. Didn't they have the best record in the league last year? Yeah, and Joel Embiid won MVP. Yeah, so so yeah, I mean they they, they didn't lose the anybody. Season. 
Yeah. Yeah. So they can but, have a great season with or without Harden, probably. I think I think something that's kind of flying under the radar is that they gained Kelly Oubre, who averaged 20 a game last year in Charlotte. Yeah. He's been balling for them this year. He's been playing really well for them, yeah. Yeah, he had 27 the first game. I think he had 19 last night. Um, he's playing 30 minutes a game. Like he, he He's taking minutes from Tobias Harris. Like, Tobias Harris better watch out. <laughs> this fucking bum. Like, I mean, they, could, they would trade Tobias ASAP if they could. Like, nobody's <laughs> trying to pay this man 40-something million. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the that's the kicker right there. Um, but yeah, man, Philly Philly is definitely interesting. I I honestly don't know how this James Harden situation is going to be resolved like peacefully because the Clippers I think are it's like, going to be ugly. He wants to go to the Clippers, and Clippers are like, eh, we'll give you we'll give you some scraps, like maybe, <laughs> like no picks maybe, or you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, nothing great. And it's just like, bro, you can't give us Terrence, man. You're like, no, no, <laughs> it's just it's sad, man. Like. <laughs> Terrence Mann, are you crazy? He's the future of my franchise. I'm not giving up Terrence Mann for you. Well, I don't even think it's just that. It's, it's kind of because, like, he's one of the only few people that plays defense and kind of runs around, moves the ball. Mm. They need they need somebody that's kind of that high-level role player thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like I like, I like Terrence Mann. I, I think he's a promising young guy. Um, he's not really that young, by the way. He's, like, 27. Oh, wow. Shout out to T-Man. Uh, let's talk about real quick. Where are they? The Oklahoma City Thunder, man. Mm. Chet, I was Chet Holmgren. Of course I am, man. You're not there. They're one of my league pass teams. Chet Holmgren. Um, actually, he had a Peter good second game, but it's been mm-hmm. Shea Gilgis Alexander. This man, yeah, is unbelievable. <laughs> the beast, the yeah. beast. It's crazy. Like he first team All NBA, thirty points a game last year, and you could you could still low key sleep on the Thunder because you because like maybe maybe it's just like okay, he had a good season. Teams weren't really game planning for the Thunder. Didn't nobody care. They got a squad, bro. Like yeah. these these young these young kids are probably gonna make the playoffs. Like I'm, I'm talking well, one through six in the West. I'm, I'm hey, they Jay. might be top four, honestly. Oh. Like <laughs> they're loaded, bro. Like yeah, especially uh, now that they got Chet, they got somebody inside. That was kind of their issue. They didn't have any, any bigs last year. Yep. And if Chet yeah. can stay healthy, I mean, this guy's getting four seven blocks. I think last game was like, oh gosh, he like is. already. Like, yeah. He's not quite, you know. He's not their number one option, obviously. He's not, mm-hmm. he, which, you know, great for him. He doesn't have all that yep. pressure, like, say, Wimby. Yep. But, um, you know, he's able to just focus on big man things and mm-hmm. defending the rim, and that's quite effective, quite impactful. So, yeah, they got you, a squad. Man. I told you, Chet, Chet. I, I, look, I've I've been talking about this nigga for three years on the pod. He, he This is his first NBA game, but I've said it so many times. I think Chet Holgram has a real shot to win Rookie of the Year. Um, he, he, he's just so impressive, man. And once he... Once like the game slows down for him offensively and he stops going 100 miles an hour because that that's what he's doing now, hmm. he's gonna be he's 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 gonna be so good, man. I'm I'm having so much fun watching OKC. I'm missing the game now for the pod, but um, yeah. They're, they're think he could be Denver. better than Shea? You think he could be the best player? Ooh, because Shea's I, I mean, at a, as quite a level right now. Like I'm, I don't think we're giving him quite his credit. Like, <laughs> yeah. So here's the here's. Here's he, the he's thing pushing for Shea. top five, is what I'm trying to say. Shea is is like no, he's hey, look, Shea, Shea Gilders Alexander is legit. My my my, I don't, I don't want to say criticism. My uh, concern is that he is very jump shot heavy, and he kind of lives in that mid range, which is mm-hmm. yeah, which is which is something that could be game plan for bottled up in the postseason. Now, obviously, we have no track record of that for this team and that player, so we don't know. Um, but 
let's just say he faced the Clippers or even us. Like, I feel like we have a lot of guys to throw at a SGA and make him work for all these shots that he's getting in the mid-range. Not to say that he Points. still won't average 30, but, I mean, you know, uh, it, it, it'll be a hard 30 on 35% shooting, you know what I mean? So if he's if he's going to get his 30 that way, then whatever, bro, you, you got it. But, um, look, he's 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 amazing, bro. Like, Chet, uh, Chet, uh, <laughs> SGA is is super fun to watch. I'm I'm having so much fun watching OKC. They still got hella picks. Like you yeah, feel like they're feels like they're they're about to make a big move here soon. Like for a star that goes on the market, it's got hella, like, you know four or five years on the contract. Well, mm. three four years on the contract. James Harden. Not as fine. Let me stop. <laughs> no, they don't want him back. No, they don't. Um, oh, excuse me. Real quick, man. I want to talk about the Dallas Mavericks. It's super early. Um. Luca, Luca, like, are are we ever not going to be amazed at what Luca does? Like, I don't, I don't know if you saw the game recently, but um, he had like, like four threes in a row. Yeah, like yeah. he, like it, it looked like the game was over, and then Luca was just like, just get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> like he just <laughs> three, three, three off the backboard, hook shot three. I was just like, <laughs> wow, bro, I'm, I'm serious. Like he literally was like, it was yeah, like the a last one. Yeah, yeah, I was like, what the up. fuck? Like, oh my goodness, ended <laughs> with like forty nine. Look, he had a triple double his first game. I mean, Luca is just look. He's he's really not fair at times, um, especially when the three pointers falling. It's like, yeah, yeah. Like, what can you do? Yeah, <laughs> you're just gonna get dominated. Tell you what, they uh, their their rookie they pick lively. He's making a nice impact. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's that's quite a surprise. Like he's he's they're actually kind of he's he's making them a little solid down there. So, uh, I think- rookie center. Yeah, yeah, he. I, I believe he went to Duke. Um, uh, from from what I heard in the telecast, he's been training a lot with Tyson Chandler, and it makes oh. sense because like that 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 you know lob threat which Luca loves. Like first of all, Luca loves playing with this kid, and you can tell already that mm-hmm. that that lob threat, that defensive presence to protect the rim. Um, I'm I'm, I'm happy for Derek Lively because I mean. Nobody cared about him in that game. The only people they were talking about was, was Victor Wembanyama. <laughs> so you know, um, it, it was you know his his uh, rookie debut too. Um, and to that, let's let's pivot. Let's we 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 haven't talked about the seven foot four wonder, Victor Wembanyama in the San Antonio Spurs. Um, what are your early impressions, man? Because you and a lot of people thought that he was going to struggle and he was going to get pushed around and he wasn't going to be who he is and da 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 oh, no, no, no. I, I, I had you, I had you full said faith that it was, it was going to take some time that's what you said yeah 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 i had full faith in him but I, yeah i thought that maybe from what i saw at summer league i thought okay well let's let's slow it down he might take a, a few you know a month or two to kind of get his bearings get used to the the physicality and all that but mm-hmm. after seeing him in preseason i mean look he put on i think he did say he put on 10 pounds or something like that so he looked like he put on a little weight um he just looked way more explosive and decisive uh, in the preseason. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, if he's, if he's looking like this, you no, know, I got to recalibrate. I think I said that in the text. Like, like yeah, this, he's, look, he's looking easy compared to how I used to look. So uh, I, I, I was definitely excited to see him debut in the season. Um, the first game, he had some foul trouble. You know, I, you know, it's kind of not not really much you could do about that. The refs mm-hmm. going to call ticky tack stuff and. Yeah, he, he's he'd come in and get get a foul, a quick foul, like when he's already in foul trouble. Like he only played like twenty eight minutes, twenty five minutes, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he still was impressive when he was out yeah, there. He was. Um, the second game against the against the the Rockets, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he 
took over. Dominated. I mean, he was kind of terrible <laughs> for most of the game. He was struggling, uh, taking too many outside shots, really. Um, and I think he's 0 for 6 for 3 in that game, actually. And um, in the fourth quarter in overtime, he just he just took over offensively and defensively, uh, dominated, uh, got the crowd into it, just really getting hyped. And it was like, wow, this they got something special brewing down there. Yeah, um, man. It's starting, to, it's starting to, I mean, the team was giving him the ball. Like, they realized, mm-hmm. okay, let's just, <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> let's just feed this guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he delivered uh, out here doing post moves, dunking on dudes. It's like, what? Like, it, this dude is unbelievable. So, <sighs> we've got, a, what, a year or two before it's about to be his league? I mean, yeah. if, if he stays Maybe. healthy, we've, we've got to. Yeah, I mean, I would, would you be surprised if he rallies to become like an all star this year or as a rookie? I mean, I be with the anticipation everybody loves to watch him and he might get voted in. I wouldn't be surprised at all. No, um, look, Victor Wimbanyama has been incredible these first two games. Damn the foul trouble, damn the 0 for 6. Um, at, at his worst, he's still an elite defensive player, like that's gate. at his yeah. worst. Like, and you know what? He's getting like a lot of respect from these NBA players. Yeah. Like, these guys are starting to be like, Yeah, hey, yeah, okay, the hype is real. Like, he's, he's mm-hmm. not just a, a big dude running around out there. He, he's he got some moves, <laughs> he's nimble, moves like a yeah. guard, can, can handle, jumper, already yeah. impactful defensively. So, the, the uh, amount of ground he's able to cover just because he's so tall and long is like ridiculous at times. Um, I think like one of the one of the first plays I saw it on against the Mavs, like Kyrie like did a move, like Kyrie was yeah. open, and like he he was just there. Like I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know how crazy. like guys are like they're like in the key, but they're guy they're the guy they're guarding is at the three point line, and they just kind of like, yeah. eh, just jump up, kind of faking yeah. like they're trying to defend it. Like <laughs> uh, this yeah. guy can block it from the paint. Like he can get out there for real. Crazy man, it's crazy. Um, he's he is. I I wouldn't be surprised if he's an all star this year. Um, I still think that he's probably going to be the runaway rookie of the year, even though I, I do think Chet has a shot. I think he's going to be the runaway rookie of the year, man. I mean, he has he has the the, the opportunity. He's going to get the minutes. Um, one thing one thing I will say that I don't love out the gate is how Greg Popovich is using him in the first few quarters. It seems like early on they're trying to make him more of a jump shooter, and then later they they like to do more post ups. I guess that's just to preserve his body, so he's just not banging every yeah. quarter of every not game. Worn down which I, by the end of the game. Yeah, yeah which which I, I get, um, but he has a he literally has a mismatch every time he's on the floor, bro. He's seven four. I mean, a lot of that they don't really have this, this team still not good. Like despite them kind of being a, you know young little exciting team, they don't get him the ball a lot of times. He's sealed and open down there. I'm just <laughs> like, dude, throw this man a lot. Like he's the only person down there, or he's got like some shorty guarding him. Like, yeah. So it's it's frustrating that they I think they're not even really starting a point guard right now, right? They're uh Devin so Sochan, is the point guard. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, uh Sochan starts at the point guard, but I, I mean look, shout out to to um Devin Vassal for getting his deal. I think he got a, a five year one fifty extension or something like that from the Spurs. Yeah. Um I think that he he's actually a really good young guard, man. He, yeah, he's he, pretty he solid. shoot the ball. Um he, he can defend pretty well too. Keldon Johnson, they're going to do something about this nigga. Jack, I haven't up. seen him do anything. Yeah, bro, he, he he's just a jacker, bro. Like this dude, his little ugly ass slingshot. Like <laughs> <laughs> Keldon Johnson is the one that 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 looks off Wimby the most, and he drives me insane. Um, but whatever. Uh, shout out to the Spurs, man. I'm, I'm happy for y'all for not being irrelevant. I guess. On another note, uh, Scoot Henderson is struggling, struggling. Ooh, but... Well, look, the Portland Trailblazers are god awful. So yeah. I mean. 
how much are we really going to put that on schools? Like, that's that's not his fault that they suck. No, 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 I no, mean, no, 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 no. But I, I mean, thought he'd be kind of ready out the gate out for the some gate. reason. Yeah. Mm. You know who who is ready out the gate? Those Thompson twins, man. Amen in Asar Thompson, bro. Like, especially Asar because he, he's getting he's getting more of an opportunity. He's actually starting um, in Detroit. That's the one and, in the Pistons, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. That's the one in the Pistons, yeah. Um, the the Pistons low key got a squad. I, I don't care what nobody says. K. I mean, they've been like bottom three for the last five years. I feel like in the lottery. Yeah, but oh, <laughs> or is he saying they, they should be good now? Yeah, they, they stopped piling all these lottery picks <laughs> and trading everybody's big man. <laughs> Yeah, look, Cade, Cade Cunningham, man, it's it, it was so easy for me to get how nice he is. I mean, he, he was the number one overall pick, but he's been hurt so often. I haven't seen him play, but Cade, these first two games, three games, I think, has shown that he's he's here. Like, he's he could probably make the all-star team if Detroit's good enough. Um, and then Jalen Duran, bro, I, I don't know how much you, you've seen of him. This, this he, He's only right. 19. Yeah, he's, he's their center. This, this dude is, is a man. Like he he honestly <laughs> like he honestly reminds me of Shaq like oh, not man. not in terms of the the post moves and dunking on people that he does but just that that physicality mm-hmm. um and just just that that bully ball like this this dude is a is a man um like he's he, he he's like a walking fifteen and fifteen easy mm-hmm. uh and of course they still have Bogdanovich who's hurt but they've got um Asar Thompson who's been playing well uh, defensively at least. Trying, running around, flying out there. I, I, I like. I, I, really, I really been enjoying watching the Pistons, man. They, they got a nice little young squad. They do still but have I mean, Wiseman, who's not getting no minutes. But <laughs> I've been checking for uh, the Rockets for the other Thompson twin. He, he ain't really doing nothing. So he, I don't know. He's, That's he's a little playing. surprise. I thought he was the better one, huh? So he was the higher pick, but he's playing behind Fred Van Fleet, and Ime Udoka is like, I'm not playing this rookie. Uh, we drafted you, but you're here to learn for now. So mm. it's, it's it's unfortunate because every time he checks into the game, I feel like he does something positive, whether it's a steal, a block, a rebound, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, I mean, if they play him ten to fifteen minutes a game, like that's that's not fair. <laughs> like, like what are you like? I what are you supposed to show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Fred Van Fleet, you bitch. Uh, well, they give him three years. <laughs> what three years? Eighty three years? Like yeah, well, something like that. Yeah. It was like three years, 120 million or something like that. Something crazy, crazy, crazy. 40 million a year. Like Fred Van Fleet, <laughs> fucking Dylan Brooks, four year, 20 million or 80 million. That's ridiculous. Um, should we be concerned about the Memphis Grizzlies? No, John Moran. Uh, yeah, Adams yeah. Is out. I'm glad you brought them up too. They, they they're in trouble, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, they don't have a center. Well, they just signed Bayambo. <laughs> yep, and they uh, they're relying on Xavier Tillman, who's solid, but he's not like a real true center. Yeah, he's like six eight. <laughs> and Biombo is also like six eight, six nine. It's not that they're not that tall. Yeah. I mean, no, no, I'm not trying to play Tillman because he, he actually was pretty solid against the Lakers in that in that series last year. Mm-hmm. Um last season, I mean. Uh but yeah, they're in trouble. Um, no point, you know, not having Drive Morant out there for twenty five games as well. Desmond Maine is playing well, Marcus Smart doing what he can, but yeah, they're struggling to score. And uh it's kinda kinda rough. You know, I I feel like what they're trying to do is is good. They're they're trying to bring in guys like Marcus Martin, Derrick Rose to to have that that toughness, that veteran leadership, which Rich, you could yeah. argue this team really needed, especially last year. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're they're trying to elevate Desmond Bain, who you know 
uh, he's I think he had like 30 something in the first game like there. Like he, he's basically their guy right now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Jaron Jackson Jr. is just fitting in where he can. Like in, in theory, I, I really do like what, what they're trying to do. But I honestly think that they are in a lot of trouble. You're absolutely right. <laughs> like This this team does not look good. Um, now, granted, they're, they're down two starters, right? Like John mm-hmm. Moran is a big part of what they do. Steven Adams is also a big part of what they do. So I get it, but they might have to make a move here if they want to be in some type of contention when Ja gets back because the West uh, is tough. The West is tough. I mean, you 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 uh, a, a three game loser streak is kind of a death sentence. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's it's it's. it's <laughs> It's early, man, but damn, they yeah. lost all three games so far. Yeah, they lost against the Wizards, like the, the like Jordan Poole and the Wizards, bro. <laughs> yeah, and it, that's what I'm saying. They're struggling to score. It's, yeah, let me see. They're probably like one of the lowest points in the game. Let me see. I don't know how much you've seen of the Wizards, bro, but oh my god, they are. It, I haven't it's seen just much. I haven't seen much. It's just oh, what's pure going on? comedy, bro. Oh my, Jordan Poole is doing whatever Coos he wants. Yes, want, right? bro. Oh my god. Some of the shots Jordan Poole and Kuz are taking it is it's just comedy. Like last night, I, I was just laughing my ass off because Jordan Poole just doing, you know, he's he's all cool, coming across half court, tween, tween, crossover, crossover, crossover. He gets stopped, just pass it. They pass it back to him, tween, tween, throw it up at the end of the shot clock. It breaks. I'm just like, oh he's my like, god, I'm Steph Curry, homie. Yeah, hey. exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, he, I he got my ring. He, he he literally had a a three in the corner. Shot it, turned around, looked at the the bitch, celebrated. That shit bricked so hard. Oh, my (laughs) God. It's crazy. Jordan Poole's about to shoot 30 times a night, and I'm absolutely here for it. Like, let's just just completely just fuck it up, and let's just go for it. Because either him or Kuz, maybe both, probably going to get traded for the end of the season, too. Could be. I mean, I I think both of those guys could help a team conceivably – you know, or, or like a, a contending team, but if they play right, yeah, if, if they play right, yeah, and they're disciplined, but yeah, Jordan Poole right now is not disciplined, he does not give a single fuck about anything. <laughs> um, there was one more team besides the Pelicans. I mean, of course, we got to talk about Zion, and I need you to repent right now. Zion Williamson is back, he's the best player in the NBA. Say it, I mean, give it 30 games, man. <laughs> You're such a hater, bro. Oh, god, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> You're done, Zion. He's 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 a bust. You, I mean, if he could last forty games, I might see the light. But... <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm that's out. true. Has has he played forty straight games? No, no, no. He, he played sixty seven games one year. But I don't know if it was forty straight. Whatever. You're funny. Um, <laughs> he said, "I'm done." <laughs> uh, let's see. Cavs are hurt. Uh, Raptors, Nets, Hawks. Who's hurting the calf? Um, Garland and uh, big man Jared Allen, they're, they're, they're both yeah. missed games. So I, I do want to talk about the Hawks. Caca! Shout out to all the Hawks fans out there. Your team sucks ass. Um, <laughs> your team sucks. Oh, that's how you do? You leave and, Atlanta, you just, you just talk shit, huh? <laughs> oh, okay. you, I, look, Trey Young, look, Russ, you, 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 you know my friend Russ. Russ has been, has been talking about this for the past few years about how Trey Young's not a top five point guard, and it's it's kind of hard to disagree with him when Trey Young's just putting up stinker after stinker. Like, I'm pretty sure he's like two of fourteen from three or something ridiculous. He's like eight of thirty five from the field in these two games. Um, what are we doing, Trey? Like, <laughs> you're supposed to be the guy. Like, they they got rid of John Collins for you. 
Um, they, they got rid of the coach for you. So it's time for you to start producing and stop sucking. Uh, but what do you think? I mean, I, I, I don't know if you were hiring the Hawks at all anyway. No, not really. But, you know, it's 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 strange, man. He was supposed to be like the the next Steph Curry. And he's just never really been a good shooter. Like he takes all these threes, <laughs> but he's never been like an efficient shooter, like ever, like close to 40 percent. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. That's kind of holding back his ceiling. I feel like if, if he was for the shots that he's taking, if he was shooting 40 percent, he'd be a top five point guard. But since he's so inefficient and takes terrible shots all of, every night, he just relies on free throws <laughs> and floaters to get him going. And that's. That's not that's only gonna get you so far now. But he is a great playmaker and passer when he's focused on that. But yeah, I, I probably agree. I, actually, I do agree with Russ. He's not top five. Wow. Damn. I mean, hold on. This is not gonna be difficult. Let's, let's no, see. No. Um, let's see. We got Luca, Steph, SGA. Luca, Steph. SGA is a two. I feel like. No, they, they listed him as a one. I I'm pretty sure. Uh, I could be wrong. Okay, let's 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 take him out. Right. Um, Dame Dame. Lillard. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, I'm taking Kyrie. Uh, I, I know you would. I mean, oh, I, I, I take him over Trey. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but I don't, I don't taking, think Kyrie's top five. You taking Tyrese Maxey over Trey Young? Uh oh. Oh, he's thinking about it. <laughs> he's thinking about probably because I, I would take like Jalen. Uh, one in Brunson. Brunson, yeah, I take him over Trey. I take. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, Donovan Mitchell Mier and Fox. Oh yeah, Fox. Oh my God, he's gonna destroy us tonight. <sighs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Trey. Jamal Murray. Trey's probably Trey's probably around ten, huh? Uh, Jamal Murray. Oh, Jamal Murray. I take him over Trey. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well. Sorry. Uh, sorry to all my Hawks fans. Kakaw. But it's crazy. Five. Like if you'd have asked this question like three years ago, he he would be top five. But he's proven that his 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 play style is kind of people figure him out, and he's not. He hasn't evolved his game. Yeah, and he's still not a good shooter. So, <laughs> um, let's let's talk about the the upper echelon of the Eastern Conference, man. The Boston Celtics, they're two and zero as he stands. Um, they they were really impressive in their season opener with Christoph Porzingis. Porzingis um, is looking good now. I mean, I, again, uh, this, this is a guy. That. Yeah, like this is a guy who averaged like what twenty six last year, and people were just like, "Oh, he's not going to bring anything." He's like, on the Wizards. What? Nobody cares. Yeah, yeah, like what are you talking about? Like twenty six is twenty six. Like. Uh, and Porzingis has shown that he is really, really good. He's fitting in well. Now, um, I mean, Jalen Brown. Can he stay healthy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's always going to be the biggest thing with him. But even if he misses a few games, I still feel like with 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 the core of of Horford, Tatum, Brown, and um, Derek White and uh, Drew Holiday, I think they'll be able to hold it down while he gets back. I mean, if he has to miss a, you know a week or whatever. Um, but come postseason, if if all these guys are healthy, uh, <laughs> the Boston Celtics. I mean, they're 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 my favorite. That's my opinion. And you just gotta hope that the Jays just choke again, like they have been in the last couple of years. But otherwise, yeah, they got. I mean, we've been saying this for how many years now? I mean, they they are been loaded. I mean, they've been a lot of people's championship picks for the last you know two or three years. It feels like so. That's not really a surprise. Uh, they did get better. I mean, getting Drew Holiday and. Porzingis this summer. That's definitely some upgrades. So, do you do you yeah. have them over the Bucks after that? I do, after man. the Drew trade? Yeah, I do. I do. I mean, I, I think I think I think the the Drew Holiday trade, which is something that we didn't even get to discuss on the pod yet, but yeah, I think that that put them over the top and kind of sealed everybody else's fate in the East for me. Because it's um, like they're upgrading over Marcus Smart. Yep. 
Yep. So I mean, it, you were it, concerned it, it's about the losing smart. Yeah. Right. So yeah. The the Celtics uh, are bringing Horford off the bench now. Yeah, it's it's tough. Okay, so we're going to talk about the Bucks at all. Yeah, let's talk about them. Um, what what have you seen? What do you think so far? I mean, it's kind of interesting that. <clears throat> To me, it's two things. It's interesting that Giannis and Dane still aren't running a lot of pick and rolls, kind of like a lot of Giannis still trying to be the point guard. It's like, mm-hmm. bro, just give the ball to Dane. Like, <laughs> stop, stop trying to do all that. I get, I mean, yeah. well, he won MVP, two, two, two MVPs doing that. But wouldn't it be, you know, despite you still being good at being a, you know, ball handler and doing all that on your own, wouldn't you just be more efficient if you're closer to the basket and somebody setting you up and doing plays for you? Like, I don't know. Just give that more of a try. I'd like to see that. Um, but just like everybody projected that, you know, in the fourth quarter in clutch time, Dame Lillard can just take over and kind of, kind of, you know, I don't say it may look easy, but like just. He did. <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah, just this is all, this is your job. This is what they brought you to do. Just, just, just take over. And Giannis barely even touched the ball in that first game in, uh, in the fourth quarter. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. But Man. they've got a lot of, they've got some things to work out, but. Yeah. They're going to be. Just a thing as good as everybody thinks too. Yeah, man. Look, the the the, the Bucks are going to be an absolute problem. Um, I I I do think that they may not have like the firepower, and that's kind of crazy coming from a team of Dame Lillard and Giannis. But I don't know if they'll be able to, to do this to the Celtics in a seven game series. And I could be totally wrong, and you know, maybe Dame just embarrasses them. I don't know, but. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, the, well, look, Drew did lock name up in one of them playoffs, like back in the day uh, when he was with the Drew was with the Pelicans. Pelicans? Yeah, mm-hmm. and they and they they dominated the Blazers in a sweep, actually. Him and AD. Yeah, uh, Drew Drew was locking up Dame and and scoring twenty five a game in that series. So, oh, showing he can outplay him. <laughs> uh oh. Um. So yeah, but look, I mean, look, I mean, let's let's talk about the the good things about this team. Obviously, like you said. Um, Dame Lillard just came out and just destroyed everybody. Um, just dropping bombs from half court like he always does. Like he mm-hmm. he looked like the, the guy that averaged 32 a game last year. Um, Giannis, I, I'm I'm not sure if you saw this, but him and Dame did an interview with Chris Haynes on TNT, and Giannis literally said, "This is this is his team now." Pointing to Dame mm-hmm. Lillard, which is crazy to me. Like what? Like <laughs> like why would he say that? It's not really that surprising. Um, he's he's just so humble like that. I don't know, but I I guess <laughs> it's, it's just so funny. Um, but look, I mean, I I, I brought that up because it kind of showed like late in the game, Giannis completely deferred to Dame, and, and literally, it's like, it's like you said, like he was like, "This is what we brought you here for," and Dame was like, "Okay, damn, like he just completely dominated." It's interesting that they've only played once, but I'm pretty sure they played tonight as we record, so it'd be good to see more of them. I know Chris Middleton is still dealing with the after effects of his surgery. So I don't think he's playing tonight, but um, then look, the, the, the bucks are going to be good. I wouldn't be shocked if they beat the Celtics. I just wouldn't put my money on it. Um, I, I honestly think that the Celtics are a better, more complete team at, at this point in time. But I mean, you have yeah. the Celtics over the nuggets, like in, in tears. Ooh, do I have them over the nuggets? I mean, I, I can't, I mean, the Celtics haven't done shit yet. Uh, you know, this is this is their opportunity to prove it to me. But as it stands okay, right now, they, so so they are in the same tier. Like you think I, the Nuggets I and so. Celtics are probably, if, you know, take bias out of the equation right now. You say the Nuggets and Celtics are probably the best two teams. Absolutely, 
I'd right agree, now. Yeah. I would say that they're they're the best two teams in the league right now. And if all things stay the same, they're probably going to be in the NBA Finals, unfortunately for us. Um, so, so, so how do how did the Miami Heat feel about this? I mean, they take ooh. everybody called them losers of the summer because they didn't get nobody that they wanted. Kind of, <laughs> and they, they lost, lost some three starters. Players, yeah, so at least two. Max Struess. They and, lost uh, Struess and Vincent. Yeah. And oh yeah, no, that's it. Just those two. Yeah. yeah um, they're in trouble. <laughs> I, mean, my, I, I said this. I said this like when like in the in the preseason pod. Like I don't believe in the Heat at all. Like they they barely made the playoffs or the play in last year as it stands. And if they think that they're going to do the same shit this year, and make it to the finals, they are fucking mistaken. Like I, I first of all, right. I love that Jimmy Butler is so confident and he's just like, yeah, like just wait. We're you know we're we're going to win the finals this year and. You know, we're not playing 82. We're playing 96 games this year because we're we're going to win. And, brother, it's over for y'all. It's <laughs> over. It's over. Even if y'all get James Harden this year, it's over. Like, there's there's nothing you can do. The Miami Heat are cooked. I don't know about that. I don't, somehow they got some double magic where they just figure something out in the playoffs. But I don't know. They're cooked, bro. Not not this year. <laughs> some some <laughs> random no names we don't even know right now are going to emerge yeah. over the two nigga, season. Yeah, right now, this nigga working at McDonald's. And even <laughs> exactly. <30. laughs> exactly. <laughs> He can be a star in the playoffs. Like, what? <laughs> how do they do this? Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, it's I'm not this year. That 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 pipe dream fairy tale is over. So, <laughs> um, I, I guess there's two teams we haven't really talked about yet that deserve a mention. One is the Phoenix Suns. One is the Golden State Warriors. So, let's talk about the Suns, man. They're not healthy, unfortunately. We still haven't seen uh, Booker, Beal, and KD on the floor together. Uh, they still managed to win two games like that, though. So what are your early impressions of them? And what are your early impressions of KD, man? Because he was incredible against us, of course, motherfucker. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. In the first game, he didn't look that good. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of Devin Booker doing all the work. I, I was actually going to ask, did you think, like, is Booker now, is he better than Durant? Like, is he on that level? Or, like, I don't know. I don't yeah. really know what how to how to, how to to contextualize Booker. Yeah. Because earlier in his career, he was kind of like, yeah, he was a good, good player, but he wasn't winning. But now he's a winner now, and he's kind of the driving force. And I, I feel like I don't give him quite his respect like he should. I don't know, but I don't really know how to contextualize him. How, with that said, how do, how do you how do you feel about Booker? I mean, he's he's the best shooting guard in the league. That's how I contextualize him. I think I think he's he's incredible. Um, I think that okay. So if if Shea is a shooting guard, how you uh, Devin Booker's better right now. Okay, uh, and and that's that's only because Devin Booker has the experience and he's he's proven. In the postseason and in in moments that he's he's that guy. Um, now you know in three years if if Shea gets to prove the same, then you know we'll, we'll revisit the conversation. But um, I think Devin Booker is better right now. Uh, but look, I mean, with with all three of them together, I, I'm guessing Beal is going to be like the the point, and then in crunch time it'll be. Booker and KD pick and rolls. I, I, I don't know how it's going to go. I mean, I mean, Booker's a pretty um, good playmaker himself. So Yeah, he is. I mean, he, I guess, he, he proved it in, in that first game. He was yeah. dominating for them down the stretch. So, uh, I I don't I don't know if I – I think I'd rather have, have the hands on Booker, honestly. But then what is Bill going to be doing? Sitting in the corner? In, interested to see how they play. It's only one basketball. And then <laughs> what is what is Durant going to be doing? Just wait. Sitting in the corner? They, whenever they get a bailout. Yeah. Yep. But um, that's how it goes. They, they got a couple guys that that that, that are interesting. Um, Eubanks hasn't done too much in the season, but I liked what I was seeing in the preseason th- for him. Um, 
rely on a lot on a Kogi who seemed like he's gotten more solid, like he's put on some weight, some muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a lot of Eric Gordon. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I think Eric Gordon. KD is the tent pole. Like they're, I feel like because he's so flexible with his six ten, six eleven frame, and he could he could. They're using him at, at small ball center in some lineups. Um, mm-hmm. You know, kind of his having him be the, the do everything guy. And if if something happens to him, he's kind of been injury prone in the last four or five years too. If something happens to him, I think they might be in trouble. But um, you know, hopefully they stay healthy, and you know, we'll we'll see how they develop. They're, they've got an interesting concept of a team though once once Mm -hmm. they have all their stars on the floor it's just to see how it plays out yeah i agree um i do think they don't they don't miss deandre ayton at all i don't feel (laughs) (laughs) he had like four points in the first game uh with the player he's been he's been stanking it up over there in portland too he's a bum I mean, are, we, are we surprised? Okay, right. Are we surprised? Like, all right, I didn't know that's how you felt. Okay. No, DeAndre Ayton's a bum. Oh, my, come on, man. He's he's a bum. He's he's gonna have to prove it to me. Dominating? Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This nigga hasn't dominated a single game in his career. Um, that's that's hilarious. Let's briefly let's talk about the Golden State Warriors real quick, man. Uh, you can never really count them out. Steph Curry, I think he dropped fifty last night against or two nights ago against uh, De'Aaron Fox and the Kings. In Sacramento, uh, Draymond Green is struggling with a little toe issue or something, but I think he's supposed to be playing tonight. Um, Clay has looked okay. He he hasn't looked terrible, which is what a lot of people thought he was going to look like. Um, and the Chris Paul thing, it, it kind of working low key. I yeah, mean, like I mean, <laughs> especially with Draymond out, he's providing kind of what they need. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I, I just I don't think people believe that they're going to keep him. They're going to would be willing to pay 30 million or whatever 30, 40 million for a backup point guard or you know a fifth best player. Yeah. They've already got four guys over making over 25 million a year so between Steph, Clay, both on Maxis, uh Draymond uh and Wiggins. Yep. And now Chris Paul as well. So that's, that's still they, their salary is just sky high and then we all know about the new salary cap rules and stuff where they're restricting uh, you know, teams over the salary cap more and more. I just don't know if they could afford it, but hey, we'll see. But right now, this you know, this doesn't seem to be worrying them as far as payroll. They're just they're rolling it out there, and the Chris Paul thing is working. Like they're uh, when this, again, especially with Draymond out, um, when the games are slowing down, you know, you have a guy that's not going to turn it over. He gets you a good shot. You know, mm-hmm. that's always going to be valuable, especially since he's not relied upon to be the you know carrying the weight. Uh, he's kind of just the guy out there doing his role. So good for him, man. And, uh, yeah, they look, you know, uh, they don't have no drama no more this year. You know, the, the <laughs> Jordan Poole, Draymond thing hanging over their head. That was kind of just, it wasn't going to work. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, be interesting to see how they how they play out. Um, Kaminga has been looking pretty good when he's getting his minutes yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they've got to unleash him. Like, he's got to get 30 minutes out there. Like, he's got to, they might have to move Wiggins or something just to get him more minutes. I don't know. But it's interesting. Yeah, man. I, I really like what I've seen from them. They still have, like, a similar play style where, like, they're basically just running everything through Steph. I mean, and why wouldn't you? Like, Steph is so efficient. He's so good. Like, why wouldn't you just run everything through him? Um, yeah, but like I, I'm not sure that's a, like a long term recipe for a success in the postseason. Uh, but then again, how can you, they won four championships? What, what the fuck am I talking about? Yeah, um, <laughs> so I don't know, man. I, I think I, I think like they're they're missing something 
for me to believe that they can win a championship this year. Um, now, whether that's moving Chris Paul or whether that's just seeing this team together because we haven't seen them yet because Draymond's been hurt, who knows? Um, or maybe it's like you said, like they've got to unleash Kaminga and let him get his 30 minutes and see what he can really give you out there because um, he has looked good in these first two games. But I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not super high on him. It's, it, well, it's interesting because the Lakers still feel like they match up very well with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. I just I don't I, th- I still feel like, you know, if we, we met them in a series. I feel like we still beat them in six. Mm-hmm. But it feels like the Lakers can't beat the Nuggets. But yep. the Warriors match up pretty decent with the with the Nuggets. Like so it's almost like a in the West or in general, <laughs> it depends on matchups. Right. So yeah. it's just like maybe the Lakers can can have better fortunes if they could stay out of the bracket with the Nuggets and hope that they get beat by somebody else. Eventually, you may have to face them anyway, where we did in the Western Conference <clears throat> Finals. But yeah, um, you know. It's just one to of those that, things, I think. To that, to, to that end, and we'll we'll wrap it up after this. What do you what do you think we can do? Because uh, I'm saying the Lakers against the Nuggets. Because I mean, oh. it seems like they're 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 just invincible. <laughs> like I mean, it, it doesn't matter if we make Jokic a score. It doesn't matter if we cut off their shooters, which we haven't tried, in my opinion. Um, it 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 just seems like it doesn't matter. Like Jokic is going to fucking dominate eighty or whoever we have out there. Um, and those those other guys are just not going to miss. Whether it's KCP giving us twenty, whether it's Aaron Gordon hitting random threes, whether it's Michael Porter Jr. just shooting anything and it going in, like it it just seems like fate is against us sometimes against this team. So, what do you think that we can realistically do to beat them in in a series, not just a game, but in a series? Like, do we need a personnel um, change? I mean, I think I think it's at least a philosophy change. I feel like we should. We should have a guy focused on guarding him one on one. Okay, like don't let anybody switch on him. If you do picks, stay on stay on Jokic. Okay, stop switching, stop letting guards switch on him. That's just absolute food. It's gonna be a bucket every time, mm-hmm. or some or you're gonna try to double team and he's gonna hit a shooter and it's gonna just be a catastrophe. So everybody, you know, stay on your men. Everybody, you know, one on you know, man up, guard your guy, and yeah, just stop helping on Jokic, man. If he's if he gets fifty, you know, see if he could beat you four times with him getting fifty, like. And if he does, then damn it, we'll try a different strategy, I guess, next year. But damn it, we can't let him be getting 30, 40 plus, you know, 10 plus assists, like and just making it super easy, super efficient. Like, so unfortunately, the Lakers don't really have anybody that can guard Jokic. Um, Nobody. So it may be too easy if we deploy that strategy where he might just get, you know, 50 like every game easily. Um, and and it just comes a, a you know tidal wave where we just can't stop this guy. So you don't want that either. But you, you, like we talked about this before, you can't let him get thirty plus fifteen assists, you know, plus twelve rebounds, and you know half of them offensive. Like he just <laughs> you got to make it. You got to pick something. You got to yeah. pick something. And then we can't let the KCPs getting twenty every game and Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr. We got to match up better too. We can't. Uh, this Austin Reeves guarding Michael Porter is not working out. Like, and um, I don't know. We may have to. Mm. Wait, the hurt some feelings. Just say you yeah, like, play this they, series. They, they also are like really picking on D'Angelo Russell. They like, are offensively and, and defensively. They're they're doing yeah. these a lot of these guard to guard screens or having whoever D'Angelo's guard come and set a screen for Murray, and they're just trying to have him have everybody scramble. Um, Reeves too. The problem with Reeves is they keep doing these pick and rolls where we're switching and having Reeves guarding Jokic or in cross messages and stuff. When I mean, if it's, if it's one-on-one and he's guarding who he's supposed to be guarding, he's usually okay. But 
it's when he's cross matched, it's a disaster. Um, so we've got to we've got to stay solid. I don't know. I, I just don't feel like I feel like we have to play different from how we play in everybody else. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in the playoffs or against certain matchups, that that's what you have to do. And yep. we just haven't gotten there. We haven't we haven't uh, landed there yet, in my opinion. Okay, I love it, man. I love it. <clears throat> I appreciate. I mean, what man. do you think? I'm sorry. Like, oh. yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? And do we do we have the personnel? Do, do you think like we've got to get another big, or we may have to make just a you know a drastic trade to well, shovel the the, the the talent there? Do I think as presently constructed, we can beat the Nuggets in the seven game series? I mean, as presently constructed, I do think that we have the roster pieces, but I don't know if we have the right coach um darby ham is, is kind of a yeah i don't want to say he's an idiot um darby ham is just he, he's hard-headed man and you know it, it's it's i mean this is this this is just me our uh you know armchair quarterbacking or whatever but like mm-hmm. I, I i don't get how you can let Jokic average a triple double on us for four games and just be like all right we did the best we could and you know we made adjustments like nigga like what like what did you take away? Like you didn't, you didn't do anything. Maybe Crazy. it's just hard to accept that AD can't guard him, or like, you know, him as a whatever we were trying to do with him trying to robe or whatever. Like maybe you know, feel like AD is the best defender in the league, and if he can't, we can't defend him with AD, then he just can't be defended. But I don't know, man. Like that's a loser's mentality. I I really hope he doesn't feel that way. Um, but we've we've got to try something else than what we've been trying. Like, um. Jokic is just cooking us like <laughs> and like that, that that's fine like it's, it's basically i'm just going to regurgitate what you said like if he gets 50 on our heads and he beats us four times like that man and we we hold michael porter jr aaron gordon kcp and all those other guys to below 10 and th- they're not hitting three or four threes in our faces and they still win that way hey man you you Jokic, you're the goat we can't beat you bro like <laughs> sorry but like i i want to see us try that before we just we just like do all these dumbass coverages and hope that Jokic misses or I I, I don't know what the fuck we we be doing out there sometimes man it's just it's frustrating watching us play the Nuggets honestly um, and yeah now they definitely it's, it's have us discombobulated point, yeah and now it's, it's to the point like you said we're like they enjoy it so much like they 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 love kicking our ass like it's just like ah fuck you guys <laughs> yeah. I mean, ah, a, a few that's, years ago, that's sports, man, that's fun. I guess you know, yeah. we 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 beat we if we finally beat those guys and get over that mountain, you know, it'll feel that much sweeter. Sorry, yeah. what were you about to say? No, I mean, I was gonna say like a, a few years ago, it was like it was like uh, like I remember a team like the, the Phoenix Suns, like but this was before like this this is like the Devin Booker, Aiden Suns, Monty Williams, like they used to love just killing the Lakers for no reason. Like we, we we'd be getting drugged by like 30 by them. Like what, what are we doing to y'all? Like mm-hmm. leave us alone, bro. I guess it's from it's all these teams. Series, that's, so. Yeah. That, you know, these fan bases that are holding out heart, uh, hating their heart for, you know, Lakers been in the finals or been one winning championships for most, you know, for forever. I mean, yeah. we, we've seen six championships from this team in our lifetime. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess that's true. Damn. And, uh, you know, mad. there's been a lot of heartbreak along the way. Yeah, I've been beating up <laughs> on the Kings, beating up on the Suns, beating up on uh, the Nuggets. Um, I mean, that was their first time beating the Lakers in the playoff series uh, last season. So, of course, you know, they're elated. And the Suns, they never won a championship. And But, you know, we, they're divisional rivals. So, 
It's, it's kind of just one of those things, okay? Like, Lakers fans, we really only see rivalry in the Celtics and maybe the Spurs back in the day, but maybe not so much these days. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, it's kind of like, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, get I guess your weight so. up, you know? We're, we're out here trying to trying to go for the big deal, go, go for the rings, and y'all just want to beat us on a, on a random Tuesday <laughs> night. Blazers. Yeah. Down, the, uh, the the Nuggets are kicking the Thunder's ass, by the way, at halftime. It's halftime currently. 69-51, Thunder at home, by the way. Uh, Chet Holmgren, 17 points, no blocks. Uh, Jokic has 22-9-4. This guy. This guy. Mm-mm-mm. Is he about to win another MVP, man? Um, is he? Holy shit. Uh, I don't, I mean, he's going to have the numbers, and it's just like you can't really deny it no more. I don't know if the media is going to want to give it to him or, or are you saying they're, they actually are going to want to give it to him because they should have yeah. given it to him last year? Yeah, but I say I think that, if anything, the narrative might flip back. It's like, this guy is undoubtedly the best player in the league. He's dominating everybody nightly, and he's just won his championship, probably going to win another one. You know, things go as they are, how people, you know, you know just how mm-hmm. pred- predictions go. Yeah. Uh, well, shit. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> They're going to have the record. Uh, he's definitely going to have his, you know, 30, 10 and 10 line. I mean, it's going to be hard to ignore him. I mean, if you if, if, if you if you do ignore him, it'll be a guy like Shea, honestly, who's like got his team from a from not making the play in. All of a sudden they are top four, top three seed in the West. Or Luka, somehow, or Luka, somehow are top yeah. four. Yeah. yeah, or Luka. Yeah, guys, guys like that. Um, but still, like if. If, if if Jokic averages a thirty point triple double and they don't give him MVP, bro, that's gonna be crazy. So I don't even think it's gotta be. I mean, the Nuggets might have an amazing record, and then yeah, he's his usual twenty five, twenty six. Maybe might he lead the league in assists. Yeah, he might average a triple double this year. Yeah, I mean, didn't he yeah. last year? He did. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I don't think he had two years the assist. Ago? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I think he may have been close. He might have been like nine point four okay. or something like okay. that. Something like that. So. Yeah. But and to me, I mean, we talked about this in text, too, is like to me, it seems like he's the big bad on the block. Like he's that, you know, the, the boss at the end of the video game. Like, <laughs> like we, we can't we got you got to get past this guy, man, or else he's, yeah. he's just going to be back to the drawing board. So to me, as a Laker fan, it feels like he's the best player in the league right now. The way he dominated yes. us and just made A.D. look, you know, not even in the same class. It's yeah. One of the best defenders in the league, in, in my opinion, the best defender in the league. Anthony Davis, like just completely, and it's it's not like AD had a bad series. I think AD averaged twenty five plus, few rebounds, blocks. Uh, mm-hmm. Jokic just averages thirty two in <laughs> a triple double. Right so. on, on high efficiency, yeah, yeah, on his with head. the sweep, with the sweep, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, cheer up, man. We're, we're, we'll get him Monday. <laughs> we'll get him Monday, hopefully. Yeah. Hey, man, look, I appreciate it, man. Great, great pod. I had a lot of thoughts. Uh, appreciate you having thoughts with me. And uh, can't wait to do it again, man. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. It's going to be a good season, man. It really is. It's already been a good season. Yep.